Welcome back to Franchise. Welcome back to Franchise Audio, everybody. It's fucking Jay. Thank you so much for tuning in to another week of the fucking podcast. I'm upset. I'm upset today. And this is why I'm upset. First off, let's start off with the good thing. And the good thing is, is that the Demon Slayer movie was released uh, prior to the Oscars. So it could go ahead and become uh, a nominee. Yes. For the Academy Awards. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. If you guys haven't heard of Demon Slayer, you're probably not into anime, but you're probably not even into anything related to to almost any creation, I, I want to say, in, in, as far as like Toon Media, because it's probably one of the biggest animes in the West that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, no, it's overtaking a lot right now. You know, it's it's, it's it has a lot in, of territory. Yeah, super. Yeah, you said it best. It has a bunch of territory because it's a great product. It, it's awesome. Uh, Well-written. Illustrated beautifully. Characters. Animation is crazy. Animation is some of the best animation I've seen in a long time. Characters are easily lovable. You know, easily um, relatable. Easily relatable as well. And it's 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 a more serious tone anime. You know, it has its lighthearted moments. But regardless, the anime I think is is, is an exceptional piece of art. The Demon Slayer movie came out, which has been super anticipated since last year. Uh, got delayed because of uh, COVID. So they had to stop production on on it. We didn't know when it was going to come out. Then it was told that it was going to be uh, coming out later this year in 2021. But they did a pre-release for uh, the United States just to get into the Academy Awards. And the movie was great. Let's start off there. I'm not going to spoil anything for people. Yeah, this is a spoiler-free zone. Yeah. We like to keep it. The movie was fucking amazing. I That's one of the better movies I've seen. Forget animation movies. Definitely a great animation movie. But this is one of the better movies I've seen in a long time. And take anime out of it. I mean, this could have been a great story told from any perspective. Seriously, it's crazy. And the movie broke records all over the place. It hasn't even officially released in the West yet. It's going to be coming uh, very soon now in April, I believe. Yeah, uh, towards the end of April, it's going to have, like, it's, like, official, like, theatrical release. Like yeah. you said, they did, like, a little mini release just so it can be really nominated for an Oscar. Uh, because, you know, I assume they felt like they had something strong here. They got which super strong. I agree. You know, it was definitely a strong project. I had a conversation, though, with my boy. And he was a little, like, upset about it because, you know, it is an anime. And animes are a representation of the manga. Yeah, I myself haven't read the manga, but he says that it doesn't hold too true to what the Musion Train arc. Yeah, so like exactly, yeah, the Musion Train arc. It doesn't hold too true to how it was written in, uh, like throughout the manga, which you know, like I said, I haven't read it, but like I told him, I'm like, you know, I get that, and that's you have for sure a point there. But Doug, the muse, I mean, not the music. Well, the music was beautiful, but the movie itself was just so damn beautiful too. You think about. Just uh, character involvement and how they had you feel for, you know, the characters and like the type of like pillars and like principles and stuff that they, you know, stood on. You know, you had just the the flow of the movie and like the pacing in terms of just like, you know, the arc and the plot and everything. And that was fantastic. And that was kind of like fantastic. It was it's sensational. And then even if let's say you didn't watch a lot of or any Demon Slayer, right? I can anyone can pretty much explain to you the the basis on what the story stands on in about like two minutes maybe even less and then you go into that movie and in my opinion um you have a great viewing experience because yeah it's just 
a great piece of like art really it's just a it's a great just theatrical play you know whatever you want to call it like what what they put together there it was it was it was good stuff so for those that are kind of thinking like hey it wasn't too maybe close to the manga yeah i mean i, I guess that kind of sucks but it's too it's too medium at the end of the day it's two mediums of entertainment even though it's meant to represent the same thing one the way is on a piece of paper of course and the other one is fucking video and a bunch of coding and a bunch of zeros and ones that brings it to you. So I'm sorry that it, it didn't translate the same way, but it's still a fucking phenomenal watch. Well, you know what's interesting? A lot of people have a like a like an opinion on it because it's it's art. So you have to have an opinion in some yeah. way, and it's not going to please everybody. But I think they did an exceptional job staying true to the material as much as they could while still bringing it on into the live big screen. Yeah. Because there's a lot of books that have been made into movies and, you know, mangas are a form of literature. They're just illustrated art. And I think holding true to the value of what they wanted to represent, they did a great job and yeah. landed. Anyway, so the movie came out and it came out in the West to make it to the Oscars. This movie had a budget of $90 million. And it has not only broken records worldwide, but it has already achieved $418 million in box office sales. And that's mainly off of just like... Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah Japan it's basically off of the Asia continent. It, yeah. it's, Asia right now is, is where most of the money that, it, that it's ricked in. But just don't to, sleep on the U.S. in terms of their love no, for anime down no. here because you will find a lot of motherfuckers into that shit. Well, anime is a lot more mainstream now. I, I feel like now it's almost cool to be anime. Back in the day, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but back in the day when me and you used to be into anime, I'm talking yeah. about 10, 15 years ago, it was almost like geeky. It was almost like a bad thing to be you know, into anime. And it's like, it, it was almost like, yo, fuck off. You know, it's cool. Once you get past yeah. whatever predetermined judgment you have about anime... You could get really into it because the stories and the characters are so well-developed and it's very fascinating. But this film broke records. It's at a, a $431 million right now. Mm. And I got to state this. If you are into to films, you would know about Studio uh, Ghibli. It's, the, it's one of the best studios for, for animation production. It created uh, Princess Mononoke, Ponyo, Spirited Away, all these famous uh, films. And yo, Spirited Away held the record for 20 years in Japan. Spirited Away, this is the most famous animation film. Like, even if you're not into anime, I'm, yeah. I'm almost positive you've seen Spirited Away. Yeah, I need to watch that because I haven't even seen it. I just know about it because I know Demon Slayer overtook it. And, and so Demon Slayer beat this shit out. And it beat it out by already by like $140 million. This is a massive, shit. massive, massive scale that it's beating it out by and why we're talking about demon slayer why we're talking about movies and it's not because the oscars are coming up it's because the creator of the fucking manga of where this is illustrated from of where the ideas are taken from received nineteen thousand dollars for the movie nineteen thousand dollars for the movie that is in insane to me that the product and, and it's because it in japanese culture uh for manga writing if you're seen as a new manga writer a new illustrator then your starting wage is, is very small there's a lot of competition manga is one of the things in japan that it comes vast there's a manga store in a general sense almost anywhere you could walk to 
in Japan and a uh, lot more supply than maybe the demand. Yeah, exactly. Too, right? It's just that it's part of their culture. You know, yeah. they read manga. That's that's uh that's their way of uh of, of consuming stuff. Much like here, we like would either read books or mm-hmm. do other things. Nineteen thousand dollars. I'm I'm mystified at how they could pay the creator of the show of how popular it is, of how high it's grossing, $19,000. Do you know if in Japan, are they like a capitalistic um, country? Like, yeah, yeah. They're, is that they're, how yeah, kind yeah, of their economy runs? It's more capitalistic. There's, there's the only, I think, like modern day communism, and, and it's not even communism. It's like yeah. a reinvented form of communism in Asia, if I'm not mistaken, is, um, is uh, China. Because North Korea is on, a whole, I don't even know where they're at. They're like yeah. in the year 1900. But $19,000 for what I created? Yeah, I think. They can never give me that amount of money for something I created. And it's that it's that popular? Yeah. There's no way. I would hold them by myself at gunpoint. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, how, how do you think this movie is going to get made? I, I think this is a really a lesson for anyone that is in like these like kind of capitalistic um, environments and such. When you enter the market, you have the same, I guess, right as everyone else that either lose or make money. So just make sure your business is right. Mm-hmm. I guess I would say, you know, like I, I'm really I'm really hoping that th- this creator, right, it seems like some type of back end compensation for all this, some type of, you know, reward for for their hard efforts because if it just stays like that just nineteen thousand, because that's what culture is and hey you just got the short end of the stick i'm we'll, we'll try to take care of you on the next one that's crazy to me but that's kind of like the right that you, I, that yeah, you have when you, it's en- what when you, you enter was, the market it's what you agreed to in a sense yeah literally and, and then we can also get into the whole discussion though if, like is that right or wrong you know just because you kind of agreed like is is it still right to st- you know, not take into some nuance the current uh, climate around the situation that we agreed to. You know, that's a, I feel like that's a whole other discussion too. But there's, I feel like there's a lot in, in play with that. And the fact that they're only making nineteen thousand is yikes as fuck to me. It's it's super yikes because fucking today's world what does nineteen thousand dollars pay for? In a sense, with with all the cost of living with expenses as far as like transportation like you could account so many things into that and then it's like what is he really taking home so anyway but that whole thing makes me wonder uh like how much you you have to believe in in something and then have some structural agreements around how to distribute that because if you distribute it the wrong way it becomes something like like the record labels that they make a killing an absolute killing off of you for what is yours by just making it more available to the public yeah, yeah, because they just have a very crafty way of owning your namesake, you know, mm-hmm. just owning like your whole identity. Yeah, this is why Kanye pissing on on his on his Grammys in the bathroom and saying and saying he wants the right to his masters is like, yeah, Kanye's insane. I get like he's you know he does it in in a million different ways in the wrong way, like as a businessman. But shit, yeah, give me my masters, give me the rights to my masters. If this is gonna be consumed in any way, like yo, I want generational. I want my generations, anything after me, to eat off of this. Yeah, but yeah, but that's kind of what I and that's what I mean by like what I was alluding to before. It's like, yeah, Kanye signed a contract. Yeah, he signed an agreement at the beginning. 
but and and, and also, it can't be a lifetime agreement you know also, what i mean yeah exactly it can't be a lifetime agreement also too like he's sat at the table again and restructured his, yeah, yeah. Restructure his deal and he's continuously like put his um name on this paper right uh, but how many years are we in the future where kanye west still has to now he has to fight for his masters like yeah. why isn't it an easier like way route or in route to to get his masters back like at the end of the day it is kanye west's music at the end of the day he was the motherfucker in the studio putting in all the work, yeah. shit, putting in the work you could have funded and financed you know that for him to a certain degree but at the end of the day the talent is still the fucking talent mm-hmm. and that's just how it goes just to put in perspective what other manga writers make in 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 that field right now uh kimitsu no yaiba which is demon slayer it's like top five consumed um manga in japan the number one would be one piece the creator of one piece is worth 280 million dollars that's delicious 280 million dollars now of course they have sold a lot of units and all these things but yeah, i think like 900 episodes in yeah the, the anime is like 900 episodes in the manga is like a thousand a hundred something chapters in so it's the most popular animation of all time it's the most popular manga of all time that's crazy but One still piece? cracking the top five like your value should be probably somewhere upwards in the millions hopefully like yeah. if you did it the right way if you went about it the right way if your shit's really popular you should yeah. be making a lot of money off of it so that that that's completely mystifying to me as something like that is like once your art is out there and people do um like it in a sense you have to be very careful the way you sign your contracts and the way you do things in today's world because going off of that the internet makes it so much easier to access things now than before, almost for free. And or lot, to pay and directly, a lot of the times for free. Or to pay directly to the artist if you really like their work. Directly to the artist. Like I think of um, things like, like video games and video programming. Like Steam has done it in a way that you buy it off of Steam. They get like a percentage of it, but the actual, like the corporation can, can have a lot of revenue from it. Like, there's this game called Temtem, Mm -hmm. which is a version of Pokemon that we've seen the massive success of Pokemon. Pokemon is a worldwide name. Massive, massive, crazy sensation. But they basically have held a monopoly. Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, On that type of genre, what other game do you know familiar like to Pokemon when it comes to pocket monsters? Pocket. Yeah, yeah. But is that, is that, and I would love to, because now you kind of piqued my curiosity, is that more so that, um, Pokemon is like winning the political war on there, or do they just have the better product? I that that that's a good question. I think it's a little bit of both. I think one, they have rights to a lot of shit now because they're massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own all those Pokemon, everything. They have yeah, the yeah. biggest intellectual, one of the big. I mean, probably the biggest, in my opinion, intellectual property in the game. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like hands down. And two, their product is really good, but they have no competition. So a lot of people have been complaining. A lot of fans have been complaining over the years around how the games aren't any different. Like there's no... There's the Pokemon no, games. Yeah, yeah. The Pokemon games are just see, almost seem like rinse and repeat. Like you know exactly what the structure is. You know what you're oh, going to get into. Oh, that's 100%. Yeah. And so Temtem, this other company, literally made a, com- a, a competitive like version of Pokemon in a sense. that It's a multiplayer game. You could connect online. You buy it once, one time. That's it. And they update it constantly. So they add new Pokemon into the game. They do all this shit. 
So the coding is there. You get the benefit of owning this piece of tech, uh, of game that will be developed and coded over time uh, with a one-time purchase fee. And it's like the, a direct competitor. But needless to say, they've had like, let's say like 400,000 people buy it. They've already had a revenue of like close to like $2 million. You know what I mean? And that's just because they're they're able to code it, put it there in, in a platform that's easily distributed like stream. Yeah. Purchase it from there and, and go. And at the same time, like giving someone like Pokemon some competition, because I feel like that's good, too, because if you don't have any competition in the market, like what does the market look like? The innovation kind of dies. Oh, but that's what yeah, the market needs that, though. Like it, it thrives off of a competition. And that's what and that's what makes it an actual like free and like good market. If it, you have the option to like be competitive, which in this case, manga super competitive. Like, fuck, if your manga's top five, yo, you should be getting well compensated. Because there's a lot of people that are looking forward every week to buying that issue. Because manga, like, if you guys don't know, it's, you, it's not like a book in the sense you buy it once, you keep it, that's the information forever. It's w distributed weekly, sometimes monthly. Like, right now, one of the, another super popular, it's like number three, Attack on Titans. Like, that shit's released monthly. It's going to end in three weeks. One of the most popular manga of all time, the the creator's hometown has a statue after him. He's in the millions also. It's crazy how manga is just kind of like really just comic book on steroids. Or yeah, it's really, it's, it's really what you know, that's the best way to compare it to. Or it's, it's really maybe just comic books as well, but it's just a completely different culture that values it at a way higher level because we value comic books down yeah. here and we even and we like we, we value manga and anime down here yeah. too, but not like Japan. Not like Japan, you know, they, they take it to a whole nother level. And their stories probably a little bit more dynamic. I, I would probably, I would say, you know, uh, that I, that could be biased of, of me. Cause I just yeah. perform, perform that world. No, but I, I mean, it. prefer that world a little bit more than the comic book world, even though I love the comic book world. But I'm also too a mega nerd. But yeah, like, like I said, it's just comic book on steroids. And it's crazy to see how, how crazy they go over there, over that statues and everything. I don't know if we have any statues down here in the... I can't. In the United States, like I'm sure, maybe in some fucking remote or or random place, maybe on the, um, the Marvel Studios like infrastructure. Yeah, but I can't see like the community wanting to erect a statue of someone of like Batman and you know. But they, they but I'm saying know. that's how that's how their fandom is to the point no, that they're willing to put a lot of money. Like the statue is a bronze statue, it's like a fifty thousand dollar statue. That's that's I mean that's money a for respectable yeah, statue. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a respectful amount I, I, of money. After uh, and it's after one of the, the the characters in his manga. So going back, like I think that comic books is the best way to compare it to. If we had like a way of comparing what Japanese culture is to, I guess Western culture would be comic books. And I think we consume less comic books because I feel like I don't know we don't have the retention span to read comics anymore like we used to because now we have so many ways of consuming media. I think we're, we're more fans is like series. And Disney has looked at that and capitalized off that market. Series and, 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 um, series and movies. Yeah. Like, look what the Marvel Universe has become. Yeah. And, you know, the other day, funny enough, I was talking to, um, to uh, one of my friends about it. And it's, have you noticed that Sony still has the rights to Spider-Man? Like, they still have uh, the rights to the Spider-Man character, in a sense. Yeah. Marvel has to pay big money to get him on the screen. 
But Marvel has gotten so big that it's like, yeah, who gives a fuck? We'll pay you the money for Spider-Man. Look what it's going to make us. Exactly. But Sony's even smarter because where they have realized that the, the, the value is, is like, okay, we'll just keep the character. Keep paying us. Yeah, no, if you're Sony, and, and I'm saying this as someone, I, I'm, I'm just saying this and I'm in Marvel's like um, side on this, right? But if you're Sony and you have such a valuable, like really asset in Spider-Man, why would you ever sell that? You can never, yeah, yeah. You continue My to family finance off of this. exactly. You continue to finance yeah. against it, kind of how they're doing. You know, you you need this character essentially. You know, you've made them valuable in your ecosystem of of you know superhero world yeah. and land. We got them though, because we pay for them. You know, yeah, we got them. You want them? You got bread? Cough it up. You you know what I mean? And we're gonna continue this. Um, relationship like this because it's profitable for us. We do nothing like they. There's no maintenance they do on on a on a Spider Man. There's no there's no four hundred one k. They have to pay for. They like, don't got to do shit. They don't got to do shit for this character. They just get to keep financing it back and out to Marvel. And if you're them, you should never fucking get rid of that. I wouldn't character. I wouldn't either because it is generational, like we're talking about. So we're able to have it for forever. In in a sense, like you're able to have that Spider Man. It's almost like a piece of property. It's a digital piece of property. And they bought it. Yo, they could have... Have you heard the story of how much they could have gotten Thor for all these other characters? Bro, they Dirt were cheap. begging... Marvel was begging Sony to, to take buy... Their hands. To take them And they're like, no, no, no. We just want Spider-Man. And like, I, like, I forgot what else they got their they hands on. The best and superhero you have. Yeah, and bro, and... Uh, and it, Disney got them We got so dirt. lucky. Marvel got so fucking lucky there. That like, they made it out of bankruptcy. I mean, they were literally. they were doing bad, but now look at how the shift in 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 um in generation has come to, because even something like comic books that weren't doing as well, now the market has been reinvented. Now they see where everything is, and how everything comes is consumed very quickly. Yeah, and very directly to you. Like now you don't need to even be on a on a broadcast network. Like, oh, yeah, well, we have the production. We have the money. Let's make a movie. The highest grossing movie of all time is Avatar. Because it was one of the most awaited films ever. Yeah. The technology on it was changed. It was amazing. Guess what's the highest second grossing movie? Endgame. Endgame. Avengers Endgame is the second highest grossing movie. And Marvel was going bankrupt Endgame. 20 years ago. Endgame didn't overtake Avatar? Um, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know if the stats have changed recently. The last time I looked it up, which I'll be probably a little bit ago, um, it might have. Damn, I thought I thought I had overtooken it, but damn, yeah, even second highest, even yeah, even second. Yo, Avengers Endgame just came out a little bit ago. And look at the two movies we're talking about Avatar, which is a world of blue random yeah. fuckheads, and then a <laughs> world of blue random, you're just gonna kill yeah. Avatar, yeah, yeah. And I never, and this is, I'm um, taking this off a grain of salt. This is from someone that's <laughs> never, I've never watched the, I don't want to say I've never watched the second of it, but I've never watched like the movie in its entirety. But yeah, I said what I said, and that that is what it is. And then you have Delicious Endgame uh, on number two, which I think it's number one. And this might be me just not giving enough credit to Avatar. You I'm taking some millions away. I'm giving some millions away. I'm taking some millions off of Avatar. Yeah, because it's like you said, it, 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 I feel like it only did good because of those things that you're saying. I feel like people have too much novelty around the movie and, oh, it was during a new time and look at the graphics and all this shit. Okay, look at them. What? Like, where, 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 where's the substance? Like I said, I haven't, I haven't seen the whole movie. I don't, even, I can't even tell you what the plot is about. But where's the substance? So where is it? Twenty years ago, if you told someone, "Oh yeah, a Marvel movie 
Yeah. A superhero movie is going to be one of the highest grossing movies of all time. You would have told that person to go fuck themselves. Hey, a manga is going to be made into a movie and it's going to be one of the highest grossing films ever in Japan. Not only the one of the highest grossing, it will be become the highest grossing. And then on top of that, it's going to go to the West and it's going to become a huge thing. And it's, and there's going to be people waiting in lines to go see something in a movie during a pandemic because people love this shit so much. What would you have said 20 years ago? Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You're like, what, what are you fucking talking about? Uh, I mean, the Marvel one, I could have maybe believed. Yeah? You would have bought in on that? Because, you know, an investment there, I think you could have gotten Thor for maybe like, dude, I'm, I'm throwing out a number here. I, I don't want to be mis like. Uh, inaccurate, but I think it was like 1.2 million. The character. Yeah, you see, I would have. Yeah, if you, I had if the you would have bought him. If I had the bread, I, I'm baby. 20 years ago, I would have bought him. Give me a second. I'm going to look it up real time because now I'm. I think Thor was being sold off auction for 1.2 to Sony. Please I'm, take him I'm off. Gonna, our I'm going to tell you something. Whenever I get 1.2 mil, and now, because now you have me thinking, I didn't know there was a market for superheroes like this. I didn't know I can just kind of like well, good pick, up the, from pick up the phone and and call somebody and just they're on the yeah. market like that. But now when I get the money like that, I'm going to check just to make sure. And if I can buy a Thor for 1.2 mil, I promise you, I'll buy not just a Thor. I'll be like, who else do you have? Because that is insane to me. I'm sickened by what I'm reading right now. Yeah. It's Okay. Sony went up to Marvel and asked them, hey, can we get Spider-Man off you? We just want Spider-Man and offered them a certain amount because they were filing for bankruptcy. Marvel said, no, but here's the counter offer. We'll give you Iron Man, Thor, Black Panther, and Ant-Man, and Spider-Man for $25 million. What would you have said? Bro, I would have. You know what the third? <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. You know what the fourth highest grossing film of all time is? Black Panther. Yeah. And now let's start talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because this is what I'm talking about as far as digital assets and creative media. We said, you know, I like to think that the podcast comes full circle all the time because it does. There's a lot of things as far as wealth creation yeah. and, and art that go hand in hand. And here's why. We talked about NFTs and their market value and why NFTs are going to be something in the future that you should highly examine. Because digital pieces of art that aren't counterfeitable are going to be something valuable. We yeah. saw it with the Burnt Banksy. But now imagine you own an NFT, something of Black Panther only released once. It's yours now. All those five characters for $25 million, you know what they would be worth in today? Oh, that's that money crazy. would have that, that was the easiest crazy. investment to make. I don't know how they didn't get all those characters. Hindsight bias. For sure, hindsight is always twenty twenty. It was a dying industry, but how much do you believe in in, in an idea? Like twenty five million, and I don't want. And I, I know these these num twenty five million is a lot of fucking money. Black Panther, but Thor, Sony, you can't you can't cough up twenty five million for that cast. Maybe they just didn't see the vision. Ant Man. Maybe they just yeah. I They're mean, basically yeah. they almost shoveled them in there for free. It was almost like a token price, and we'll give you Ant Man. If it gets to do sign on the dotted and line. And what's crazy is because you got to really see the vision and lock in. Because before I saw Ant-Man, I was one of those people. I was like, Ant-Man, they're making a movie on that motherfucker. And then when I watched it, I was like, wow. It's just, it just really depends on who is putting the sauce over what they're doing.
It's that simple. And 20 years ago, it was a dying field. But look at how things change and if you adapt, if you adapt well. If you meet your market where they're at. Yeah, you got to see what the market wants. You got you, exactly. Literally, you if gotta you see meet what the, the market where they're at. Literally. Hey, there's not a consumption of this piece of art. There's not a consumption of this. But people will like this. How do I get it to them? Pop Funko. Everybody's a fan of something. You want to collect action figures, but you don't want them to be action figures. Maybe you need them smaller so you can have space. We'll make it. We'll make it happen. And so they did. And so Marvel did. They sold off the rights to Sony. Sony just bought Spider-Man, kept it. And look, Disney has to pay them every time now. Every time they put Spider-Man on the big screen. Every time they put Spider-Man on the big screen, it's money going straight into Sony's pocket. It says cha-ching at their their headquarters. The the printer goes... Because it's just it's printing money now, and that's why, I, I guess the way I want to wrap up this podcast and what I what what this podcast has been about is a couple of things. One, if you have an idea that is deeply passionate to you, that is about creation in some sense, could be a podcast, could be writing, could be poetry, could be fucking art, could be mango writing, could be video producing, could be something that is creative and could be consumed. You don't need a lot of people to consume it and make it profitable for you to make an honest living. Because we're talking about millionaires. We're talking about big ballers in the game. We're talking about Marvel, which is obviously now look at the foundation it's been on and look at it's, it's something that that the fandom just it, it pays for the business itself. But you don't need a lot where we're going when the Internet gives you access for free. So what this podcast has really been about is if you have an idea Believe in it wholeheartedly because you don't know what it could be in 10 years. And then secondly, continue doing those things. Continue expressing your creative arts in some way because the future of humans is going to be about how you create something, meet your market where they're at, and then get people to invest in that. And if you just get the right principle, the right concept of people to invest in it, it's almost like it takes care of itself. We talk about Sony a lot on this podcast because, yo, they have a piece of property that doesn't even exist in the air. It's an idea. It's a concept. It's a character. And they're eating off of that for the rest of their lives. This has been Franchise. The enemy never sleeps. They just wait.